0: Oh, hey, did I tell you that we're also recording a video for this episode because, you know, it's Christmas and there are certain things that I would want to do for the podcast. And I thought, oh, hey, why not share it over YouTube? So as we record the podcast, I'm going to publish it on YouTube as well. And this would be very, very exciting. And I just really thought that maybe we should have like content for Christmas. And so that's what I'm doing. And stay tuned. I will be having a surprise for you between the main content and the ending credit. Stay tuned for what that surprise is. Who knows? I might be singing, dancing. Probably not dancing, but yeah, maybe singing. If you had been curious about whether I can sing or not because of the way I sound, maybe maybe this holiday is the time that you'll find out but in any way thank you so much stranger for being here this christmas and this holiday and i just really wanted to greet you and do something for you and spend time with you for this holiday so stay around and we are going to summarize what happened for season one and two and we'll talk about how this whole podcast came about. My name is Lee, and this is Decapitated Thoughts. So you can see I don't have any outline, so I'm just gonna say this as is, as it comes up in my head. I actually thought of sharing the brownie story, but maybe for some other day. And for today, I just really want to say or I just really want to tell you a lot of things that I've learned this year and I've learned through doing season one and season two. Yes, I did research, but in that research, I also spent a lot of time reflecting and I surprised myself in realizing that This is the first time in years that I've ever had processed any feelings I've ever had. And it was, it was good. It gave me a lot of insights. And honestly, I am happier now because there are so many things that just came to me and I thought at first the reason why I want to get it out is just really to get it out of my system to find someone who would listen to me and and just listen and not say anything. But then I figured out that it isn't, that it's very much like the brownie that I made at 1am, which made me realize why baking and cooking is a labor of love. And it, it cemented a lot of ideas that I had. So from all almost every article that i've read they about love uh, one thing was very clear love should be inclusive and not exclusive it should be something that you want to share and give away and not something that you just really want to keep for yourself and just like baking brownies if they taste really good you just want to keep that to yourself If you're the one who made it, of course you want to share it with people because you know how much delight it would give them. It's the same feeling that I have for when I make things for other people, when I crochet and I want to give it to other people. And also that's the reason why I think last year I volunteered to do some sketches that I never really had gotten into creating. All because, you know, work and a lot of other things had happened Uh, in this pandemic that just made you stop and think about a lot in your life. So if you have the luxury of going out and traveling in this whole situation, I'm really, really happy for you. At first, I was really jealous of you, envious of you. Uh, But I found out that, you know, we process things differently. And all of the silence and all of the time alone, that gave me a really good insight to how i was and how i need to process all of these feels. so going back to the brownies see i'm already derailing going back to the brownies and me creating things for other people it's the same thing that i feel for the plants when i cut them and i propagate them it's really amazing to see how they form the roots but at the same time i just don't want to keep them to myself because i know what they've brought to me they've really aside from the green and the cold air that's coming in every night um they brought me so much joy to see something that is alive um they give so much meaning to browsing the internet now because instead of just browsing random things they gave me a certain focus it's either i look for things that i want to crochet like patterns or I take a look at how you grow a bromeliad, or how you make uh, your philodendron lush or how you take care of monsteris and pothos and, and so many other things. They gave direction to a rather uh, mindless scrolling. Because after I'm done with scrolling for dolls, you know, sometimes it's I just don't want to be looking at random things has to mean something (laughs) else it's not productive yeah okay I'm workaholic so I think that's not that's not a (laughs) secret or a surprise that anyone had known me for years so yeah and as as I, I was going through season one and season two I really thought that I was just really sharing some of my thoughts or some of the journey that I had to take But what I didn't know is I was also giving myself the platform to be able to process all the feelings that I have had for the longest time. So last year, I took the fall. For the first time, I am very sure I fell in love. And it wasn't... It wasn't what you picture. We never met. Yeah, we never met. So it wasn't how I pictured it in my head. And I struggled so much with what I felt because I'm not good with processing my feelings. Plus, everybody since you were a kid, everyone had been telling me you can't fall in love with someone that you haven't met or haven't touched or you don't even know if this person is real. But no, it wasn't that way. And that's when I started realizing that some of the rules that we make are really just to make ourselves feel good because it worked for us. Maybe it would also work for other people, but it isn't that. At the end of the day, nobody else knows what you feel and they cannot be sure of what you think about. They can't go inside your brain. And search for things inside there to really tell you that you know what you don't love this person or you love this person or you can't fall in love this way or that way. All of the expectations that I've acquired through the years, none of them actually played out, you know. There wasn't a bird singing at the Berkeley Square while well, I start you know, while I start thinking whether I'm in love or not. And when I look at the window, uh, what was that song from An American Tale? It did not start singing, not even in my head. (laughs) But it would have been nice if, you know, you suddenly get background music. No, it isn't. And I did not also have the heart to tell my friends about it just because that's how I process things. I would only tell you once I feel like I'm over it or I'm done with it. And while doing it, I'd rather be quiet and think about it. And sometimes I I wish that there was someone who would just listen to me and not judge anything that I say. I think what happens is when a friend opens up to us, the thing is we project our own feelings our own regrets our own the the chances that we never took we project it upon them because we think that what we're really doing is saving them I'm super guilty of that like I don't want these things to happen to you because they happened to me but you know it's fine that you share those but only as a reference you still let your friend or your sister or your brother to decide what they feel and to work on their own Felix, what i went through i realized that i cannot save everyone so i i was actually really thinking why is relationship so hard for me and i know that a lot of us had been asking that but we're so afraid of the answer to be honest because we think that being vulnerable is a sign of weakness I still think if you look at vulnerability at a different way, it still is a weakness. What I found out through the whole season one and season two is that being vulnerable means being honest with yourself, having the heart to really be honest with yourself. Because, you know, sometimes in the middle of the night, you think about things you project different things. And so when you tell them to people, it's a totally different story. Well, not totally different. It's it's a tweaked version of what really happened. And you have already projected some of your reflections there. And how I wish it happened. Sort of. And we always leave out what we feel in all of these stories that we share with our friends. Because that part is personal, we think. That part is personal. And that part... For sure, we haven't even really thought of whether we're really feeling that way or not, because in the middle of the night, when you regress and think about what happened to you within that day, there are some things that your brain would reject and say, "You're better than that." You know, it's it's not you if you went through that feeling, and and that's it. That's uh, your your brain would just simply deny it and and tell you that it isn't happened or that's not how you're gonna make it look like because identity is super important to us. I've learned that identity and how people look at me does not define me and my past also does not define me. I have a life to live, so much love to give and so much happiness to grow for me to even care. And I I think that's exactly how you don't give, sorry for the language, that's how you don't give a fuck to anyone when you start loving yourself a little more and you start realizing that this circle right here, this is mine. These are my feelings. You can't dictate how I feel about certain things. And not just because that rule applied to you. I'm not talking about law, okay? uh, These are just the unwritten rules that we have in life. That's, you know, does that mean that it will apply to me? So one rule that I really live by, and I made this up, and maybe it will also apply to you but this really works for me this sets me straight is that I cannot ask for anything that I cannot give therefore when I am in a relationship or in a special connection whatever you might call it because over season one and season two over last year and now I don't really think I still care about labels honestly so whenever I'm in a special connection or in a relationship or just you know when I'm I'm with people that I care for I would give them the effort that I think they deserve because I cannot ask if I need to ask I cannot ask them of that effort that I imagine if I can't give it that's just not fair and that's how I look at what's fair and what's not that applies to me now that you've heard it, it can also apply to you. Because, in a way, a lot of people have heard it. They know that it's logical, right? It's it's barter, it's trade. That's usually how we do business. You can't ask what you can give at work, right? Um, how would you ask for a salary raise if you're not performing well at all? If you don't want to receive feedback. And be managed, you know? How how is that even possible? Unless you're a narcissist who actually really thinks that you deserve all the best in the world. Um, the whatever I've experienced last year and earlier this year, when that connection ceased to exist, it actually paved the way for me to be able to process all the feelings that I haven't processed for a very long time. I wouldn't say that uh, that was a really bad experience because it wasn't. Because of that experience, I came to realize a lot of things. Number one, now that I have fully accepted that it has, has been ceasing to exist and what I had been doing is a long-winded goodbye but it doesn't matter it does not leave me sad not and people can tell me maybe you're just in denial no it's not it's really it's not sad and it doesn't leave me desperate and depressed and broken and questioning myself if I'm lovable or not Coming out from that connection made me realize that I deserve the same effort that I give. Because there was this one person out of the billion people in this planet who decided upon himself to give me the same effort that I was giving in that connection. If I messaged him every day, he messaged me every day. That is That alone is commitment. You know, You don't need labels, really to be committed to that. Um, of course he's a guy. Um, and it was amazing that for the last year, up until sometime in March, we did not miss a Monday of call or video call. And for him to stay on that call for for like an hour, That already says so much of how much she wanted the connection to be intact. I've also was able to see that there are three components right there in a relationship. That the other person on the other end of the connection is a human being, just like me, who goes through daily struggles and who would have feelings. And sometimes they wouldn't even have time to process their own uh, because of the so many things that are happening around them. But it doesn't mean any less that he doesn't want to talk to me or that he doesn't care about me at all. So... With that connection, or with that severed connection, it does not. It it did not left me feeling sad and and asking for myself if I'm lovable or not. In fact, it answers that question. Now I know. Yes, I am lovable. Whether he said it or not. Yeah. Did I just say that we never met in person? So that makes it even. It it blows it up in in a different level because we've never met in person. And to receive that amount of effort, that was just truly amazing. Um, So yeah, whether he said it or not, now I know that I am lovable. And by the way, I am also capable of loving. But the latter, I did not realize that from that connection because... It was after watching Mamma Mia and really crying my heart out that I realized that I took the fall and I decided to really fall. And it didn't feel like it broke me. I actually found pieces of me in that connection. That's when I started realizing, shoot, That's what love is supposed to be doing to you. And that's when I admitted to myself that for the first time, I actually fell in love with a person. This connection was not just about connection or me projecting expectations that I want to have or me playing romantic ideologies that I always had. It was the other person. I... Cared so much for the other person that I couldn't get angry, even if I know that I should a little. That I started to understand the reason why we are not talking anymore, which is really weird, right? And then there were so many, so many other things that I started realizing because I started to really process my feelings for the first time in years and I would even say for the first time in 20 years maybe or for yeah 20 years yeah yeah exactly yeah for for the last 20 years and I was able to confront certain things that I've tucked away inside my brain and I thought that I've never would need to take a look at them again and The biggest forgiveness just came to me because I was able to truly forgive myself. And as my sister said it, it's maturity happening. And I just don't really like the thought of that. But okay, uh, I'm going to embrace it. Maybe it's really age or really some connections are going to happen just for you to realize things and... Be able to process things the way that they are I have asked myself why I can't get angry and the real reason why I found out that why I can't really get angry is because I took my chances there is there's a song by Stephen Schwartz where he has the line that says um, the things that never happened are the hardest to forget. And I really thought that would be like the expectations you made, like the future plans you made that never materialized uh, and the memories that you wanted to have with that person never really materialized, it's hard to forget. Actually, I realized that those were chances that you never took, opportunities that were never seized. Those are the things that are the hardest to forget because over time you become bitter and they will become what you call your regrets. And since I took my chances, I decided every day that whatever this connection would lead me to, it I, I should come out as a better person. And that's exactly what should what love should do to you. That even after it's done or at least you think it's done, the connection, right, that love stays with you and it makes you a better person. And the lesson would stay with you. And you don't want to project these lessons to other people. You just want to share so that if they're in the same rut, uh, maybe they listen to you and not pattern it from what you say but just really take a look at it and and take what they can apply and leave what they cannot because that's what love should do to you it was a weird experience I kid you not it was a weird experience but I know that I am happier now because I know a lot better like for real I know a lot better and as i told you that it did not leave me desperate for somebody else it just sometimes of course you know you wish that you have a you can share all of these things with with somebody special but he will be worth the wait and i wish i had known this when i was younger because he will be exerting the same amount of effort as i do and nobody can take that away from me because I've seen it, I've experienced it firsthand. It was really awesome. I tell you, it is really every single bit of it awesome. And it's not even fairy tale, You know? And as you can hear, yeah, I'm really smiling big. Through Season 1 and Season 2, I've also realized that I am capable... I love, it. I love my plants. I love sketching. I love doing the podcast. I love my work. Um, I love crocheting. There's one thing that's very similar to loving all of these things and applying that love to a person. May it be romantic or not. You spend time, number one. Um, you're very thoughtful of what you do you just don't go around skimming photos on Facebook for people that you love you react you engage and that's that's exactly love and action and I really hate myself for being able to say this without even making it sound so romantic um love is that I think what happened to me last year and earlier this year is to actually see it in action and love becoming very tangible. The love that I was expecting to see which is the romantic kind of love and because of that I started appreciating the other kinds of love. I started seeing how You know, I've always known that my family loves me. But this time it's like looking at it from a different lens of how they accept you and not just tolerate you. It's weird. It's really weird. Since I took off the romantic lenses, I started feeling a little bit different. And I started feeling excited about a lot of things and just really being happy as raw as happiness can be it's hard no it's not hard to explain i want to say it's hard to explain but i am explaining it now so it's not hard to explain love should not break you when it happens you know what breaks you when you think you're falling in love well at least what breaks me but it also might be what breaks you is that you never take the chance at all I think we never really take the fall I don't think we really take the jump most of the time we spend our time convincing ourselves why not to take the fall we are scaring ourselves irrational fears and all that if we take the fall this would happen nobody will catch us blah 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 Yeah, irrational fall. It's just, sorry, irrational fear. It's like your fear of riding an airplane. I have irrational fear of flying. Um, Or that irrational fear of riding the motorcycle and other things. Yeah. Well, when you get the chance... And you give yourself the chance to fall in love. You'll understand why falling doesn't mean that you're going to hurt yourself. Your parents had fallen in love with you since the moment the day you were born. Yeah? I've fallen in love with my parents. For sure, you fall in love with your pets. It doesn't feel so bad, right? In fact, it gives you happiness. And that's exactly how love should feel. And with someone that you're eyeing romantically, you already know how it feels even before going through that relationship. But the question is, are you letting yourself fall in love or not? Or are you just really giving yourself a lot of reason to stop yourself from falling? So when you break up, or when the connection cease to exist, you feel all broken. Not because love broke you, but because you never took the chances. Things that never happened are the hardest to forget. Yeah. Chances that were never taken, they all become regret. I don't have anything like I should have told him this or I should have told him that. I think I have fairly said everything that I need to say. And I'm happy that I did this podcast. After watching Mamma Mia, I drank, I cried, I pressed the record button, and I pressed publish. Thinking that I that the press of the world should hear what I have to say when I'm drunk. And the next day, I listened to it. I immediately regretted it. I created a proper first episode, deleted that episode, so you'll never hear it anymore, and went on with the first episode. And I am very happy. It doesn't matter if there's just one listener or two listeners to this podcast. Everybody's welcome to learn something. And at least you're learning something with me. So we're going to have a little bit of a different tone when we go to our season three all because now I'm done with the processing of the feelings part and we're gonna really make a content that a lot of us had been going through so over new year and over my birthday I will be sharing some of what I have for you so you can react and tell me if these are the things that you want to hear and so um, stay tuned and find out the surprise and Happy holidays. Thank you so much for spending your time with me, stranger. I'll see you. Bye. This is the surprise, surprise.
1: A merry little Christmas, make the Yuletide gay, from now on our troubles will be miles Golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us gather near.
0: That's the surprise. Merry Christmas. And I'll let the outro do the rest for me. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I'll make an outro for it. But thank you so much for spending your time with me. Happy holidays. Stay safe. And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey there, stranger. Do you agree with what we have talked about today? Did you learn anything? Do you have a friend who might need this advice? Hmm. If you agree to all of those, don't miss an episode. Add this to your playlist and send this link to your friend. It was awesome having you today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lee and this is Decapitated Thoughts.